John, I like that song. Worthy, you are worthy, you are worthy. I'm just going to be singing that song over and over this week. That was that was fantastic. I think I should come to Aya Blakely. <laughs> this is a fantastic place. We've got uh, crepes, you know. It's, uh, we don't have crepes in Central. Oh, wow. It's, it's, it's really good. And uh, <clears throat> I'm just uh, excited by what God will be speaking to us this morning. And uh, it's something I, I, I like to talk about. It's something that I live. It's something that I enjoy. And I know every Christian should be enjoying this, should be, should be living that kind of life. So the title of my message today is Living a Life of Love. Living a Life of Love. Uh, the English dictionary for love is having a strong feeling of affection or you have a deep interest for something like some of you support Manchester City unfortunately they lost yesterday isn't it so some people have deep and strong interest in football, or especially their football team, it could be Manchester United. So that's that's the that's the English definition for love. I think that's good. Um, theologians or the Greek philosophers they define love as they divided it into three areas: eros, sexual love, or filio, which is friendship. And the third one is agape, which I'm sure you all know, which is the unconditional love of God. It's like uh, you don't need to do anything. It's all because of what you are doing or you, what you are not doing. God just loves us. Now, let me say three things about the love of God. Okay? I know a lot of people have defined God's love. But God's love is far, far deeper than that. In fact, when you read Ephesians chapter 3, 17, 18, 19, the Bible says the love of God surpasses knowledge. It's, 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 it's so deep that you cannot get under it. It's so wide that you can't get over it. And it's so high you can't, you know, you can't describe God's love. So, three things about God's love that I want to talk about. The love of God is not an abstract an abstract is having an idea. You know, you have a thought without any reality, but you can't touch it. So many scientists, they, 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 they have many theories, but they can't prove it. The love of God is not an abstract. It's not, it's not, just, God, it's not just that God is thinking about, I love you. Or, or he has an idea about, I will love you. No, it's real. That's why he sent his son, Jesus Christ, into the world to die for us. So you need to know that we can touch it. You can feel it by, by faith and trust in him. We can, we can enter into God's love. We can, we can live in it. The second thing about God's love that I want to talk about is the love of God, the love of God is not a mirage. A mirage is like, you know, sometimes when you are driving, when it's very hot and very sunny, and you are driving, 
And sometimes ahead of you, you see a pool of water. But as soon as you drive to the place, it just disappears. The love of God is not a, is, is, is not a mirage. It's not an apparent reflection of something, but you can't enter into it. It's not a mirage. We can, we can live it. We can enjoy it. We can, we can live in it. We can experience it every day. The last thing I want to talk about God's love is it is not selective. God would not say, you see, your sin three years ago pained me so much. I won't forgive you that. But the one you committed last year, that wasn't too much. I will forgive. That's, that's simple. I would, I will forgive you. But three years ago, no, you did something that is so painful. I won't forgive you. The love of God is not selective. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 7, that the blood of Jesus cleanses us, purifies us from all unrighteousness. Verse 9 says, from all sin. So it won't pick what you did three years ago and leave what you did last year. He forgives us all our sins. I love that. I love that. So let's read Ephesians chapter 5. It's a long passage. And I've got to unpack it in 30 minutes. I'll try my best. Ephesians chapter 5. So we'll all read it together. I'll read it. Just follow me as I read it. And open your Bibles if you have it on your phone so that we can all just enjoy it together. In fact, let me start from chapter 4, verse 32, because it all links together. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children. And walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave his, himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But among you, there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality, of any kind of impurity, of greed, because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. For of this you can be sure no immoral, impure, or greedy person, such a person is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible. And everything that is illuminated becomes a light. This is why it is said, Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Be very careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. 
making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Last verse, 21. Submit to one another out of reference for Christ. Such a big, big, long passage. But it started in verse 1 saying, follow God's example. Another translation says, imitate God. Imitate God. You know, to follow God's example or to imitate God, there is something about God that the Bible is saying we can follow after. That we can imitate. I don't know. When I was in secondary school, some of you, when you were in secondary school, you know, you have a new teacher. Just an example. And he comes in. And he puts his hand on his right pocket and do like this and walks like this. And, you know, we all so much enjoy it. We like it. So as soon as the teacher goes, what do we do? You put your hand in your pocket, and then you're walking like this. There's, we just like it. Something different. Something new. You know, that teacher has left something that is so pleasurable. That is so good to us. You know, that has left something that we want to follow after. So every time we copy him. I don't know. You know, there was one guy a long time ago. He started putting his trousers here. And everybody began to follow him. And you see people, you see, you know, everything. People like to imitate those things. But God's saying, as my children, imitate me. Imitate my love. Let it be part of you. So, the Bible now says, how did God... So, so, you see the picture of so many people. You see this guy. Just wanted to do what the leaders are doing. And look at this little girl who doesn't have any beard. Want to copy his, her dad. So, what am I saying? There is something about God we can copy. We like to be like others. But let's be like God. Let's have a mindset that we want to be like God. So, what are those things about God that we should copy and imitate? Verse 2 says, walk in the way of love. That is so mind-blowing. The Bible says the way God loved us, that is the way. He, He wants us to imitate that way. So it now says, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. So I took that. That might be a bit difficult for us to understand. So I took that from the message translation. It says, watch what God does. That's verse 2. Verse 1, 2, and 3. Watch what God does and then you do it. Like children who learn proper behavior from their parents. Mostly what God does is love you. Keep company with him and learn a life of love. 
Observe how Christ loved us. His love was not cautious, but extravagant. He didn't love, please, this is how God loved us. He didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of himself to us. Love like that. So the next slide actually brought it into perspective. It says, keep company with him and learn a life of love. I discovered that to follow, to imitate God, we have to one, observe, and learn the way of love. It doesn't come automatically. You can't just be, you can't just think the love of God will just come to you. No, you've got to learn it. How did God love us? He sacrificed and gave everything up for us. He considered us. So, the mindset of considering others before us. So, he now says that he didn't love in order to get something from us. You know, many times we want to see how much we can get from others. That is not the way of God's love. He didn't love to get something from us but to give everything of himself to us. Love like that. The next slide. It says, not to get from, but to give to. So what is God's love? Not to get from you. God is not looking for what to get from you. But to give to you. His grace. What you don't deserve. His mercy. His favor. His love. That is God's kind of love. It now says, follow that kind of love. Think of how can you make things better for others. Think of how can you make life more peaceful for others. Consider, what else can I do to make this church grow? What else can I do to bring people from the neighborhood into the love of God? As a family man, what can I do to bring God's love, not for what my wife and my children can give to me? What can I give to them? In your workplace, you are not looking for how to just get your salary. Of course, you do your work well. What other things can you do? So God's way of love is not to get from, but to give to. Do you understand that? Okay, I think we can move on now. The Bible now says, in verse 3 and 4. It talks about, but among you must not be even a hint of sexual immorality, of any kind of impurity, or of greed, because these are improper for God's holy people. So, what, do you know what I discovered? The love of God empowers us, transforms us to be holy. So, please, see this cup. This cup is very dirty. This is like our mess. Our sin, our unrighteousness. Our immorality. Everything that is wrong and the devil is accusing us. You are in a mess. Things can't be better for you. Excuse me. Even for God to walk with us. You know this water is pure, isn't it? So for you to 
Okay. Now, even for you, if I pour this clean, pure water here, and I give you this cup, and I give it to you to drink, will you drink it? God is saying, even if you won't drink it, how much more me? That's why holiness is very important to God. So, how can God now expect us to be holy? What did this love do? Excuse me, can this cup wash itself? Can it wash itself? Uh, some people tell me, I'm trying to be holy. You can't. By your power and energy, stop trying to be holy. It's the blood of Jesus. It's Jesus. That was why he came, his love. He gave everything for us. And you know what Jesus drank? He drank our sins. <laughs> He took our mess. The Bible says he bore our sins. He died on the cross of Calvary. He offered himself. It was a sacrifice. God even left him and said, he said, why have you forsaken me? Just to make us holy. The love of God made us holy. You are holy. Not because of what you are doing. The only thing you need to do, believe, trust, and have faith in him, you become holy in what he has done for you. Stop trying to be holy by your power and energy. You can't. Is that a good news for you? Stop. Trust, believe, and accept what Jesus did for us. In fact, that was why he came. I love that so much. So the love of God empowers and transforms us to be holy. What's the second thing? It makes us to seek the kingdom of God first. So he says, don't let all these things be mentioned among you. Sexual immorality, fornication, watching porn, being greedy, impure thoughts. He said, you have been washed. You know, let me give you this illustration. You know the cooking oil. You know the vegetable oil we use for cooking, uh, frying, bacon, and sausages. You, 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 you know that. You know, when that cooking oil is very cold and you drop water on it, they become friends. But let it be hot. You know, when it's hot, it's under fire. Drop water on that hot cooking oil. What happens? It shouts. You know, let me interpret what that cooking oil is saying. Get out of here. Say, what are you doing here? You don't belong here. Get out. I don't want to be mentioning sin and unrighteous things to you. When they come, you know what you should do? Get out of here. That is what the love of God, the passion of God, the grace of God does to us. So that those things are not mentioned among us because we are out for God. The love of God is so strong in us. So that when sin comes, you're saying, get out of here. I like that cooking oil. Try it at home. <laughs> it will work. And you will hear it making a sound. I'm just interpreting prophetic sound of the cooking oil. Get out of here. So it now says that after I've cleared all those things, my love has done that. Then be children of light. Be children of light. 
shy. I did not just deal with your mess. Yes, I deal with that. But I make to make you shy in the world. You know what I discovered? When you read Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 and 2 and 3, the Bible says the earth was empty, it was void, there was chaos. What God did was just said, let there be light. And you know what that light did? It brought illumination. You are children of light that should bring illumination anywhere you are. Whether in your family, whether at work, whether on the street. Let people touch the love of God that is in you. So let's read what the Bible talks about. What composes? What's the composition of light? What is inside light? So the Bible now says in verse 9, it says... For the fruit of light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Oh, you know what I want to say. When people are frustrated, don't join them. Why? You are children of light. When they touch you, let them touch love. Let them touch goodness. Let them touch righteousness. Don't join them. When people are complaining and moaning at work, don't join them. Why? You are children of light. You are not children of darkness. Let them, t- what will come out of you, let it be love. Let it be goodness. Let it illuminate. Bring it out. Shine. That's what God is saying. Do something different. If in your workplace they, they, they said, well, sorry, there is uh, austerity and uh, we are cutting costs. We won't supply you with biscuit. And you say, God... Can you supply for me just ATP to buy biscuit every week? Something simple. ATP. Make a difference. Look for ways not to get from, but to give to. How can you help someone? That's who we are. That's what Jesus did for us. Children of light. That when you enter a place, you illuminate the whole place. The Bible now says in verse 15, be very careful. You know, we don't like people to give us instruction, especially in the Western world. We don't like people to tell us, be very careful. But you know why I feel God was saying that? He's saying, if there's any obstacle on your way, don't just jump at everything. You could be jumping on a nail. Be careful. Clear the toys. Anything that will not make you to live this life of love, Clear it out of your way so that you can walk tall and shine. That's what the Bible... Can you see this guy? Toys on the stairs. Everywhere. Great will be the fall. So when God is saying, be very careful, he's just saying, don't live as unwise. Be wise. Or understand what my will is. And what is the will of God? Don't think of how you can get something for yourself. But think of how you can give to. How can we be, make a difference in our world? How can we make Jesus famous? It's only by his love. And let's receive his love. The Bible says in Romans 5 verse 5. The Holy Spirit actually pours his love on our heart. That is so great. The next thing it says is walk in the spirit. 
you know what I want to say about that? To walk in the spirit, the amount of your stride length is dependent on your leg length. (laughs) Every stride you take is dependent on your leg length from here down to your foot or to your feet. Walk according to your leg length. Don't copy somebody else. Somebody can pray for two hours and you are just able to pray for 30 minutes. Start walking. You will also get there. You know, when I was in, when I was in secondary school, when I gave my life to Christ, I read books of Smith Wigglesworth in this country. Um, people, those people in those days, that they would pray for two hours. You know what they say? They would say, I'm not going to eat any breakfast until after I've prayed for two hours. That was the leg length of Smith Wigglesworth. So I said, I'm not going to pray for two hours until I've, I'm not going to eat my breakfast until I've prayed for two hours. I was trying, I was a small Christian with, you know, small leg length. I wanted to copy Smith Wigglesworth. So the first day I tried, you know, I, I prayed. I prayed. I even wanted to make sure that my prayer was small. I prayed for trees. I prayed for benches. You know, so that it would be long. I prayed for chairs. I prayed for my pen, my notebook. You know, I was in secondary school. So when I now came out of my prayer, I said, well, it must be over two hours. Ten minutes. <laughs> you know, every effort I made, I cancel that kind of uh, principle or mindset. Walk according to your leg length. Walk in the spirit. If it's your child you want to pray for, to heal, start from your child first. And then when you get confident there, start to pray for people. You have the spirit of God in you. Walk in the spirit. If you want to start with just one verse a day of the scripture, say, Holy Spirit, just help me with one verse. You will see you will be progressing. As you grow, you are walking in the spirit. Exercise yourself in spiritual things. That's what the Bible is saying. But don't copy others. Do it according to your leg length. A small baby, a three-year-old baby will only walk like this. But you say, I can take a long stride length. If it's five minutes you can do, then grow in five minutes. In one week it will become ten. In another three weeks it will become fifteen minutes. But you are exercising yourself in spiritual things. And I just love that. So you see the Bible now says, let's be thankful. That's one way you can start to exercise your spiritual muscles. You can walk in the spirit. Be someone that is thankful. Rather than complaining and murmuring about what is happening in this country, say, Lord God, I thank you for the NHS. Lord God, I thank you for the good things we have in this country. Be thankful. Don't let us join them. And people say, why, why are you not complaining? You see what is happening? I've got life. I've got Jesus. Yes, things will be better. And I'm in this world to make a difference. To share the love of God with others. Wow, that's so fantastic. Say, I'm thankful to you. Something is happening in your family. Say, thank God for my wife. Thank God for my children. Thank God for my uncle. 
Let's be people that thank God. But you see, there's one thing I want to say. It now says we should sing spiritual songs. Making hymns and making melody from our heart. Compose songs. That's how to start your walk in the spirit. Say, Lord God, I thank you. I thank you. If that's what you can do, well, you know what you are doing. You're only singing it and making melody in your heart. Not for others to sing. You can sing out of key. Probably not like John and my brother. But you are saying, yes, I can sing out of key. But I'm saying, I thank you. I thank you. Start. Let's begin to exercise our spiritual muscle in the Lord. But you know what I discovered? We, we, we sing. Do you know all the lyrics and all the music of Little Mix? We know them. Michael Jackson, Five After Midnight. You know what I even discovered with our children who are in school? You don't need to teach them. They will just pick all those songs up. But the song we sing here, you have to sit down, learn, it's by constantly giving yourself to it. So when you face any, uh, any situation, it's not little mix that should come to your mind. You say, bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship is holy. That comes, let that be the first thing that will come into your heart. Let's be people that we are walking in the spirit, singing song and being thankful. We can do that. And as I keep saying, walk according to your stride length, your leg length. Don't copy others. The Bible says there is no condemnation in those who are in Christ. We don't judge people. We don't condemn people. Whereas we want to show people the love of God. What's the last thing I want to say? It now says, submit to one another out of reference for Christ. But you see, I like New King James Version. It says, be subject to one another. I like the word subject. You know, some of us are in university, some of us are in school. When you are studying your biology subject, they give you biology so that you will subject yourself to biology. So what do you do? You begin to read. Your lecturers will not tell you to go to the library. But what is making you to go to the library? Because of the subject. You spend extra night to read for another three hours. Sometimes you wake up very early in the morning. Why? You are subjecting yourself to biology. I like that. God is saying amongst us, why don't we consider others? Let's study ourselves. Don't let us be casual about ourselves. How can we make the love of God grow amongst us? By studying, by being observant. By doing something extra. By asking my brothers, my sister, what else can I do? Thank God for you. What's going on in your life? Let me pray for you. Is there something you want me to pray for? I do that regularly. When I just see people, I would say, oh, my sister, thank God for seeing you. Is there something you want me to agree with you? Let the people, you know, the leaders don't need to tell us to do that. Why? We are subjecting ourselves. And the next day, you text and after five days, what you prayed for, how did it go? That's how I get to know people. You know what I do as a pastor? I don't ever withdraw my love from people. I find it difficult for people to refuse love, genuine love of God from you. 
in the world we live in, look for a way where you can show love, whether to believers or unbelievers. So he says, submit to one another. Don't let us be arrogant. Let's be humble. Let's find a way of loving each other. And by that way, that's how we can live in love. By being loved lovers, loving others. Thank you. God bless you.